0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy,
1: happy, happy indictment watch.
2: He's not getting, not today, put in jail, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we'll cover it tomorrow if it happens. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Here's Here's something. You know how it kind of bugs me that everybody says, don't go to Mexico. Mexico is a death trap. You'll get killed in Mexico. You'll get kidnapped. Your children will get kidnapped. You'll get shot in the streets. Okay. Well, you know, Metamoros, Mexico, is one of the most dangerous places on the planet. Yes. And to go there for a tummy tuck is not the smartest move. Uh, and we've talked about that. Four Americans went there. Only two came back. Um, certainly, you know, parts of Mexico are very dangerous. Did you hear... About the gun that killed the two people, where it came from? Yeah. Came from America.
1: Yeah, most guns too. Okay. We have a lot so, of
2: gun makers here. Yeah, no, I get it. I just think it is, we're always talking about, well, Mexico, how dangerous. Oh, my God, you can never go there. Can't, they have nice beaches, but you get murdered on the beach. I mean, listen, some of the violence um, in Mexico is partly fueled by the United States and some people coming here to get a gun and then bring it back over.
1: It's fueled by guns. Uh, Well, actually, it's fueled by greed. Mm -hmm. Drugs. Drugs. You know what? Uh, Guns are – people are going to find guns. Uh And if we made no guns in America, Mexico would figure out a way to make guns if they wanted them. Everybody's going to. This is a means to an end for them. It is a tool in the arsenal of which they use that's the reality of it. Now, the scumbags over here that go and sell them over there to the, th- those are the people that are scumbags.
2: We should go after them. We go after them. Because they're illegally selling yes. the guns to people, obviously, who want to use it for, not protection, like most of us, Although, not protection, yeah, murder.
1: Because in Mexico, it's uh, they kind of uh, look down on you if you try to protect yourself from mm. all of the other people carrying guns.
2: Yeah. So the people who are in the cartel, what, they couldn't get a gun? In Mexico, so they had to come to the United States to get a gun.
1: Well, that's because we have a ton of guns over it's here, easier. and they're buying them at a high rate of speed, especially if you're trying to expand. And remember, there's no background check on the cartel. In, in Matamoros, you've got the uh, the cartel there that is absolutely struggling, the Gulf cartel, and they're against the Nuevo Next Generation. You've got the Sinaloa cartel that is creeping in, and you have a a situation where they're worried about the Haitians. So what do they do? They're planning for a civil war potentially, or a war across. So they're trying to get as many guns as possible. At this point,
2: so the Mexican government, who obviously you can't take for what they say, because I think the president, what last week said, Mexico is safer than America, and he also said um,
1: hugs, hugs. Don't forget what hugs. was the hug thing? That's right, because we do so many drugs over here. If we gave more hugs, hugs.
2: yeah, we wouldn't do drugs. Okay. Well, <laughs> the Mexican government estimated that every year between 500 and 800 thousand guns are trafficked from the U.S. across the border. Yeah. Okay, and well, maybe I you reckon guys also- that you
1: guys have enough <laughs> drugs trafficked across the border coming from that direction yeah. that uh, you could kill all of us ten times over.
2: Maybe you should do something about stopping those guns yeah. from coming into your country. Yeah. So that's part of it, too. Absolutely. Maybe you should just start hugging people before they come into your country.
1: Maybe if you did, if you hugged more people over in Mexico, maybe they wouldn't have to traffic. And I'm not talking about the side hug. No. No side hug. No. No, no, no. I want a full hug. An embrace. I want an embrace. An embrace. An embrace. Speaking of embracing, you and I have embraced uh, public transport in particular, our our many, many blue line, orange line, pink line, uh, you know, all the little trains that we've got. The light rail thing, which we've never been on. There's a great article in the L.A. Times talking about the Metro Red Line, uh, talking about a guy that they're following who is, as they're listening to classic music, he walks into the light rail and starts doing uh, fentanyl in front of everybody. Oh, goodness. Now, the knotters are on the train, as the person calls them. These are the people who are already... Passed out because of the fentanyl. Did you call them nodders? That's what they call them. They the nodded, nodded off. They, they're, yeah, they're near death. They're nodded off. One person's laying on the ground. Oh, gosh. Now, here it gets better. There's also a person in the corner who is pleasuring himself. All right. And the person who is driving the train looks around and turns around and walks back in and does absolutely Nothing because there is nothing to do. Guess what? Their ridership has fallen to virtually nothing because of crime and insanity. Because that's what we've given them. And this is the fear. As we talk about the homelessness, we're going to get deeper in a little bit uh, uh, with, uh, you know, talking to Greg. and and, and There's a a burning body. A burning body. In downtown Phoenix near the homeless
2: encampment in a dumpster. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But what you're saying is that this is coming to Arizona. It's
1: coming to Arizona. And now that we're building these things, because we've talked about the, you know, uh, all of the stuff that goes on in a lot of these places where you're, uh, and in particular, With light rail and stuff. People get on there. We joke about Lloyd and the person who attacked him because he thought Lloyd stole his underwear. That is an occurrence that is going to happen more and more because we're allowing people to smoke crack, do meth, and the new drug, Trank, which makes all of them look like nothing. How bad is that? Uh, it's fentanyl with another drug, and what ends up happening with it is it gives you uh skin lesions all over When you. They call it the crocodile drug. Sounds wonderful. And it is a killer, faster than fentanyl. It is awful. That's the new one spreading. It's in 48 of the 50 uh, uh states right now, and it's going to get worse. And we're inviting this. So when you look over at California, know that what's spreading is the the seeds of insanity. And if we don't stop it now, it is going to get so much worse.
2: I just want to know when you go to downtown Phoenix and you see the zone, all the tents. Uh, you see. By the way, we were looking at this today. Do you know that some people in the homeless encampment have a generator? Yeah, uh, a grill, uh, an ice like like you know, just like an ice box kind of thing. And it's almost like they're camping. there. They've made a choice. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. But they're basically being allowed to live there. Uh, and no one is cleaning it up. There's no bathrooms for any of them. Yeah, except the street, and that's where everybody's going. Uh, as we said, we've got we've got a body that was uh, found burning in a dumpster earlier today. Yesterday, we told you about the New York Times. Well, there was a fetus that was burned near a dumpster. Yeah. There are pe- there the mer- are people that are being burned and near a dumpster. I I don't know if it's the same dumpster. I don't. I I have no idea, but. We're trying to paint a picture of how bad this is is downtown, and your story about in Los Angeles how you've got just
1: things that should not be seen, and and people are walking by it as if it's everyday occurrence. Because it is an everyday and the scary occurrence. Thing here is, and I want you guys to to recognize this. And I always joke about the the uh, the homeless industrial complex. Advocacy groups are now arguing we need less police on all of these rails and busways. We need less police. You shouldn't be able to take away their stuff. You shouldn't be able to get rid of it. That's what's coming here. So be prepared that we're, we're on our way, as we talked about yesterday, to Seattle, to Portland, to San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, if a, we don't pay attention and nip it in the bud now. I think
2: a lot of people would argue that and say we're already there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, a good, it's, it, damn skippy, scary, scary. It is. All right.
2: Up next, Phoenix homeless encampment. We spent a lot of time in this the last few days. Thousands of people sleeping on the street. Uh, Today, the Phoenix police had to use that yellow tape in a huge area of the zone. And what they found in a dumpster should horrify all of us. We'll go to downtown Phoenix coming up next. It's the Gatos and
1: Jackson.
2: Things in downtown Phoenix are getting to be out of control. Um, you know, we've talked about the homeless issue around the valley. Um, but in downtown Phoenix, the homeless encampment known as The Zone, uh, it is a disaster. It is getting worse every day. Yesterday, we told you about the drugs that are being used. Uh, there's a woman on the side of the street who's homeless, and she thinks she's a doctor. Yeah. And, and she's taking scissors to a man's, like... You know, stitches. And we told you about the, the burnt fetus near a dumpster. Well, I was on Twitter today, Chad, and I was looking. Uh, Nicole Grigg who works over at uh, our TV partners, ABC 15. Uh, she's reporting on a body that was found in a burning dumpster at the encampment. <laughs> Joining us now is Nicole Grigg. ABC 15 reporter. Nicole, great to have you back on the show. Uh, I saw you were down in in downtown Phoenix. You got there working on a story about the zone and then all of a sudden all the police showed up and the yellow tape, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, we have been down there many times covering stories and we actually followed the Phoenix police mobile command van to the scene. And, um, you know, you see the tents and everything, but I haven't seen a crime scene like that. There was uh, red tape and yellow tape um, up and down at least a block and a half. Um, it, we didn't know what was going on. It was actually a woman who lived a few tents down who told me um, a person was burned in a dumpster there, um, and yeah, uh, not long after, Phoenix police actually confirmed that is what happened—that they found a person. They have not identified that person. They have not said if it's a man or a woman. But they are investigating a homicide of a person who was found dead, and the dumpster was on fire.
1: Hey, Nicole, you've been down there on the investigation. What's it like down there? I mean, give you know, describe to the audience what the sense is when you go down there, what you feel, and what you see. <laughs>
3: I think that every time I have been down there, you never know what to expect. Sometimes it's a very hostile environment, people yelling because they know we have a camera out there. They don't want us there. Other times, um, including today, actually, a woman came up a uh, uh, thankful that we were there to witness this because they want our leaders and people who live in the Phoenix area to see what is actually happening. Uh, this woman was crying in tears, just thankful using her voice. You know, she doesn't want to be down there, uh, just asking for a little compassion and wants people to know, you know, that they are people down there. Um, but it, it, it truly is um, uh, raw down there. Uh, you have human waste. On the roads, there is trash. Uh, It's cold outside, so a lot of tents with um, tarps on top. Uh, We saw fires burning today, people using scraps to, you know, try to keep that fire going. I saw a woman, it was uh, um, kind of like a pot, and somehow she was uh, making soup uh, just on the sidewalk with uh, a couple little canisters of fire, and so that's kind of you know, every
2: person just really trying to survive. <sighs> Nicole Grigg, uh down a town at the encampment where you know a lot of homeless people are, and there was a burning body in a dumpster when she got down there. Uh, she works for ABC uh, 15, a reporter, one of our TV uh, partners. So um, you also reported, is the Phoenix City Council actually going to do something now? Because it seems everybody's ignoring uh, this issue that we're having. What's the Phoenix City Council doing?
3: Well, I did see that tomorrow um, on the agenda, the Phoenix City Council, they are supposed to meet and discuss, you know, the rise and the number of unsheltered individuals there. The number has gone um, from 2019 to 2022, like up 53%. So City Council, they're going to actually consider now a private property cleanup program for those businesses down there. um, As some of your viewers may recall, you know, there's been a lawsuit the past year from people, uh, businesses, neighbors who live nearby wanting more to be done. So it looks like uh, they're going to have this discussion tomorrow. Um, as far as solutions, you know, community advocates tell me that they're still like in the planning phases that you need a regional solution um, that uh, it's going to take more people coming to the table. And honestly, the pandemic seems to have set everyone back at least three years. And uh, we're kind of right back to the beginning of February of 2020 when I recall uh, Mayor Gallego having a press conference on the issue. And one of the first stories I did when I moved here And um, so it seems like uh, not much change Mm. since then. And, um, you know, it it sounds like there's still a lot of planning needs to be done. And uh, it's going to take money and people coming to the table together.
2: Yeah. ABC 15 reporter Nicole Grigg. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it.
3: Of course.
2: Thanks for having me. So Nicole was downtown. She was Ugh. doing the story, several different stories. Uh, you watch her tonight. Uh, and and basically, you know, she walks in and uh, she walks down there, obviously, and there's a burning uh, body in a dumpster. Yeah, and a- that's, as you do, apparently.
1: Right. Apparently, this is just everyday kind of uh, what's going on. Now, she mentioned
2: the business owners that are around this mess. We're going to talk to a business owner at 405. What is it like to own a business right next to the homeless encampment in downtown Phoenix. You'll find all that out. What is it like? Um, that's at 4.05. So make sure that you're here. All right, coming up next, uh, Becky Lynn's got the 3.30 newscast, but it's not your everyday uh, nope. newscast. No, at 3.30, Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. We call it Holding Up the Headlines. Next. Arizona's News station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. You're breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Oh, with the headlines, uh, Miss Becky
0: KTAR, eyes on immigration. The nation's top border official will visit Arizona's southern border just a little later today.
3: U.S. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas mm. will join Governor Katie Hobbs for multiple stops at the state's southern border. The two will get an update from the Tucson Sector Border Patrol, tour a medical center, and host a roundtable with a local nonprofit. This will be Mayorkas's second visit to Arizona in less than two months after he visited Phoenix to discuss safety precautions for the Super Bowl. Earlier today, Mayorkas stomped in Tucson to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Department of Homeland Security. Taylor Tesler, KTAR
0: News. Both Mayorkas and Hobbs will hold a press conference at the border later today and we'll bring you details as we learn them. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news
2: while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories.
0: Let me tell you all you need to
2: know about Mayorkas. And how bad he is at his job. So if he's having a press conference later today with our governor, Katie Hobbs, do you remember the press conference he had with Governor Ducey? Yeah, I don't either.
1: No, no. let me see here.
2: No, never happened. I don't either. So wait. You'll have a press conference with our governor because she's a Democrat. That's it. And you're a Democrat. But when Ducey was in office, you didn't even invite
1: him to meetings. Remember? You came here and you didn't even tell him. You didn't even tell him. And the reason for that is because he was going to ask serious questions about the fact that he's such a just been so awful at the border and a failure at the border. You didn't want any of that. So you quietly snuck into town and snuck
2: out. Mayorkas is a weasel who is not good at his job. And okay, he's been here. Twice in the last few months, but it's okay for you to meet with a Democratic governor, but not the Republican governor. Let me make sure I got that straight because you don't like tough questions. Correct. Correct. We're holding up the headlines. ATAR News. Eyes on education.
0: Some parents are not happy about some of the changes the Arizona Department of Education wants to make to the state's school vouchers program. This mom says she is, takes issue with the proposal to change the language of allowable education-related expenses for the Empowerment Scholarship Account Program.
3: There is no grounds for the ADE ESA to decide the brand of an item, size of an item, expense of an item, and this applies to drones, 3D printers, trampolines, bookshelves. These are decisions made by the child Educator based on the needs of that specific child
0: and other parents oppose getting rid of debit cards, saying it's the only, only way to make some of the purchases for their kids' education. There's a vote on these proposed changes set for March 30th.
1: Uh- where? Wait, I want a drone and a trampoline. You uh,
0: can make it scientific. You can have it.
1: That'd be fantastic. Uh, like a debit card, too? Uh, well, you're going to give a debit card. Sure. It's the only way these people take it. Who has a checkbook anymore, for God's sake? So, not very many people. Not many people take checks like they used to. Uh, this is the battle that's going to go on with vouchers, public schools, vouchers, who should. It, it, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And expect lots of lawsuits and many other battles as we continue moving forward with vouchers. All
2: right, every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn is reading the news.
1: We're interrupting. We're holding up the
2: headlines. All
0: right. I didn't know if you were... Sorry. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. That's no, okay. Shall you I can. You
2: are allowed to interrupt us. An
0: appeals court hearing is the latest step in protecting sacred Apache lands in Arizona. KTAR's Brandon King has more now on how local students are lending their voices to the cause. Becky Lynn, Brophy School senior Holden Wilson is part of a group of students helping Apache of advocates keep their land from mining developers. Wilson, himself of Navajo descent, says he's been inspired to continue his advocacy.
3: And just a few... Future for San Carlos and especially tribes all across the nation where their own sacred sites are in
0: Their teacher, Cooper Davis, says the environmental dangers are just too big to ignore.
3: The federal government is admitting that this is going to destroy a sacred site. It's up to them whether they do something about it.
0: And the court's final decision will likely take several months to confirm after today's hearing. Brandon King, KTR News.
2: Now that's a high school kid. Smart kid, learning a lot in class. Feels like he's obviously got a connection to this story, and he's taking it upon himself to say, "Hey, listen, I can do something about it." Yeah,
1: this is going to go through many, many court challenges, and don't be surprised if it continues to wander up higher and higher and higher. Uh, because uh, the reality is, is we're talking about sacred land. We're talking about uh, uh, you know uh, Native Americans. It, it is. It's. It's going to be very interesting to see the way that this plays itself out, and of course. Everybody always has to throw the environment in.
0: Holding up the headlines. Former President Trump could be indicted this week over an alleged hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels. KTAR political analyst Mike O'Neill stresses, despite what Trump has said, this isn't an arrest.
1: That indictment may be pursued or ignored by a prosecuting attorney. And if he decides to pursue it, there will be a trial. But there is no arrest.
0: O'Neill adds Trump is also facing investigations surrounding the January 6th riots, interference with Georgia's election process, mm. and tax evasion. So other indictments could be on the way.
1: Yeah, I doubt any other indictments are coming. And I think this guy's going to swing and miss. Uh, In New York? Yep, I think. And he is he ran on, I want to get this guy. Let's go find a crime. And this is the crime he went with after the Fed said no. Uh, I'm hearing tomorrow he is going to be indicted. They're meeting tomorrow, the grand jury. And that next week he would surrender himself. And no, I don't think there's going to be a trial. I think eventually he gets tossed out.
2: I-, I think it makes him look gross. He cheated on his wife with a porn already star. already know that. Totally get it. I don't think he should be indicted. I think this is a witch hunt. But I do think that there are other... Um, criminal investigations that are way more important than yeah. the one they're doing in New York. Yeah, The one in New York, they're just trying to nail the guy, yeah. and I don't like it. it
1: man, and I think it weakens everything else when you're have a when you going after somebody for just, you cross the street when everybody else did. Hmm. Uh, we're going to get you. You start to look like you're bitter, which this guy, Alvin Bragg, is.
2: Alright, that's it. Holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news. Uh, okay, and Chad. We interrupt. We react to the day's top stories. Give That's you, we some, do. Give you our opinion on it. Um, <laughs> it's all brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. dot com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed. Realty coming up at four oh five. Must listen to radio. Here's what we've got. Joe Falacci is going to join us. Who is he? He's got a business in downtown Phoenix, right around the homeless encampment. You know that place where a human being was being burned today in a dumpster. What is it like to run a business right next to this homeless encampment? Joe is going to join us live on the show. 405. Don't miss it.
0: The Gatos and Chad Show. Afternoons.
1: <sighs> Never going to Broadway, and there's a reason for that. Hillary and Chelsea Clinton took in a Broadway show, greatest headline you'll ever get, and then someone pooped near them. Wait a minute. Wait a second.
2: Wait, you're talking about a headline? Yeah. What's the headline? headline?
1: Someone pooped near Hillary and Chelsea during a Broadway play last week. Are you sure this wasn't downtown Phoenix? No, no, no. Two human turds were spotted near the mother and daughter pair when the lights went up for intermission. You're so awful so awesome. Apparently, there is a serial turder. Oh, And no. it's an amber herder. All right, <laughs> Happening
2: all over. It's not the first time. Are you making this up? No. Seriously. Is this in, like, the New York Post? Mm.
0: <laughs> no, this is a... Uh, okay, it is, isn't it? It's on the Business Insider.
1: Yeah, It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So a fellow Re- theater go to poop near Hillary and Chelsea. <laughs> it had to be week. a dog. It had to be. No, no. You
0: would see somebody in the aisle. Apparently, I they're not that. sure of somebody bringing it in and
1: then dropping it. They
2: did uh, it inside. Yeah. The theater. So,
1: so uh, last, <laughs> this is great. A fellow theater go to poop near Hillary and Chelsea last week during a performer of Some Like It Hot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Hot and steaming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, boy, I really need that today. I'll, I'll tell it's you what. The
1: story, boy. you know what? It's just another reason why I don't like theater. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what. If you're a politician in New York, it ain't easy. Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. <laughs> you've got you've got the mayor of new york who's got a big problem on his hands with uh asylum seekers there's no idea where to put all these anybody <laughs> it's costing him what five million a day and i something? love new york but man it sounds like a tough place to be right now
0: i love theater but i'm gonna be watching my staff i gotta tell you <laughs>
1: The theater manager said it's the fourth time it's happened. There is a serial.
2: There Turner. is a
0: serial. Yes.
1: Okay, so this has
2: nothing to do with Hillary Clinton no, and not was, liking her. Mm-mm. See, because I thought that's what that it was. was.
0: That was just happenstance.
2: No, I'm just saying. <laughs> How is that, that a coincidence?
0: That is why we're just now hearing about it.
2: True. So someone <laughs> has done it four times.
1: Don't Some like it hot. So so someone is paying to get in to Broadway. Is this how they uh, do the? Uh, is this how they do the reviews now? Uh, what did you know. think of it? I gave it two turns. <laughs> <laughs> Could have given it four out of four. <laughs>
2: Didn't eat much the day before. Only gave it two out of two.
1: Oh, that's awful. <gasps> We're laughing about it. We need to laugh, kids. We need to laugh.
2: We need, we need is to Trump laugh.
1: Trump in President is he in jail yet? Oh, that's right, not yet. You know,
2: can, let me say something. Trump over the weekend said, "I expected to be arrested on Tuesday." Dude, he's not going to be arrested, and he knew it. All he's doing is rallying his uh, base that gets smaller and smaller and smaller after every election. He's going to he be was never going to be.
1: Yeah, but the way he said, a perp walk." They, oh, there's man. so many people. They want a perp walk, and they no, want. No. I want to see his face, his mugshot. No. And I want him to have his thumb up. No, I know <laughs> right? with a big smile because
2: that's what, the way he takes his pictures. Send me money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I was uh, when Trump was first running for president. I was not one of those guys who was a never Trumper. Okay. Now, when he I was want, a wait and see. I was a wait and see. I thought he'd win the presidency after the first uh, debate where he trounced everybody. Low energy, Bush, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I said, listen, this guy's going to win the whole thing. And people told me I was nuts and I laughed in their face on election day. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, there were things that he did during his presidency that I thought were disgusting. And then there were some other stuff. Well, that's pretty good policy. But on his way out, he lost all credibility. And we know what happened on January 6th. We know what he did at the rally beforehand, Uh, you know, calling the election rigged. It has hurt the United States. I don't want to see this guy anywhere near the Oval Office anymore. Uh, Again, I know he's running. I don't want to see him anywhere near it. I don't want Joe Biden to be the president either. I want somebody who's under 80. (laughs) I don't think that's hard to ask. So do I want to see President Trump... uh, you know, take it out in handcuffs. No, I don't. <clears throat> I have no interest in seeing it's that. It's Not good for
1: the country. We don't need it. We need both of these people. Well, if he <clears throat> deserved
2: it, then then yeah. But it, th- I you know don't what? think this one case in New York, no, no. Uh, has a leg to stand on. And it's an and it is what Trump calls it. It is a witch hunt. It's stupid. It just proves he's gross. He cheats on his wife with a porn star and then pays her off. But again, tell me what he did illegally. You can say, hey, the guy's scum. Okay, fine. But I don't see what he did illegally. I just see the New York prosecutor's office, you know, going after Donald Trump because they hate Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's not the reason and to go after him. a guy
1: set out to go after Donald Trump hardcore as ran as that was part of his platform. I'm going to lock him up. Yeah. And now he's like, now that I got the guy, let's find a crime. So you didn't and- like
2: when, when, when people were saying lock Hillary up. So How do you like guy, it when
1: they're laying poops by her I know. I shouldn't child. have brought
2: Hillary back. But you know the Hillary chant, <laughs> lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Now you've got the other side saying, lock him up, lock him up. Okay, tell me what either one of them did. You know, Well, Hillary, it, she really... Her <laughs> she, body count is rather she, high. And I'm probably, not talking about lovers. <laughs> again, but she probably should have went to jail on at least one of these charges That over the years. Donald Trump has so many cases that he ha, has his lawyers litigating. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he probably should have gone to jail for one of these things. But the one that's going on in New York right now it's is not. Joke. It's a joke.
1: And so tomorrow now is what they're saying. Because there, there's a lot that goes into it. Because you've got to talk to the Secret Service. And they have to be clearing all this stuff. And when do we get him there? It's just, it, it's a joke.
2: All right. It's a yoke. All right, coming up next. Coming up. At 4.05, we're going to talk to a man who owns a business in downtown Phoenix. He's the owner of Old Station Subs, 40 years He's been going and working and making the greatest sandwiches for people. He is in hell right now. What is it like to own a business right now next to the homeless encampment in downtown Phoenix? Next
1: to a place where currently there is a dead body smoldering in a trash can.
2: That is right. In a dumpster. And he's got to deal with this every single day. Uh,
3: don't miss it. Four oh five.